Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hello, hello, hello. It is Beach and Company, and I'm Sandy Beach, and I could hardly wait to sign on today because I want to address something that happened at the end of the show yesterday. Uh, as the show was ending, in fact, as the uh, the closing theme was playing, I was looking up at some of the, uh, the text because it's in a place I can see when I get up from my broadcast position, okay? And it says, is something wrong with you? You seem discombobulated or something to that effect. Uh, you sound discombobulated. Well, the answer is no, there was nothing wrong with me, but I have to explain so people won't think I'm discombobulated. I'm, I'm not drooling yet. Uh, but the bottom line is, okay, I'm in a home setup uh, with a microphone, all right? Now, the only place we could set this up is between two very large pieces of furniture to my left and to my right. So I slide the chair in between the two. All right. Now, I cannot see uh, Tony and Buzzy, and Tony and Buzzy cannot see me. So we can't use any hand signals like we usually do as to who wants to speak next or uh, a spot coming up in the stop set and things like that. So I'm kind of in there. Now, the only person I can see is Bernadette. She's right there. So Bernadette tells me what's going on, who's on what line and whatever, and she writes them down and hands them to me and, and explains them verbally if there's anything special about uh, this call or that call. Meanwhile, at the same time, because we can't see each other, uh, Buzzy or Tony, depending who's sitting in that seat, is talking to me at the same time. So I've got them talking to me at the same time, me unable to read a text screen because the font's too small and the angle of the screen can't be changed, uh, so there's no way I can read it. She has to read it to me. Uh, Bernadette reading things to me uh, and me looking at the uh, computer. Outside, all at once, by the way. Outside of that, I can't imagine why I would sound discombobulated. You know, I, I mean, this, is, this makes multitasking seem like a child's play. Uh, so I just thought you'd like to know. And besides, I probably am 
losing it. But uh, no, I'm not. I don't think I am. Anyway. Uh, what do you think, Buzzy? Did I explain it properly? I think you, you explained it perfectly. You know, hey, this is the best we can do. And I think for the most part, it sounds 98% normal uh, like it like it would if you were right there in the studio. But it is those little things like, you know, hey, uh, do you want to talk? Do you want to talk? Or yeah. I've got something here. I can't just on the mic say, Sandy, I've got something here. You know, so yeah. it, it, it's it's there's no room to read because we are 11 miles away. Plus, I did some uh, commercials yesterday for Northtown. I've been doing commercials for Northtown for 40 years, so I didn't want to miss those. And those get recorded into another studio. And so we have to do a 3-2-1 countdown on that. And luckily for me, I'm a consummate professional. I, uh, I did the one I had to do yesterday in one take. How about that? Feeling good, feeling good. Okay, uh, it's going to be another hot couple of days. Um, now, I want to talk you out of, uh, you're, you're supposed to go in a how many K race on Friday, Buzzy? Uh, tomorrow, doing a 5K race tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow. Okay, yes. it's Thursday. All right, 5K is going to be 93 degrees and humid. And uh, I really wish that you would just sit under a, a tree where, where there's a, a small breeze blowing and have a ham and cheese sandwich or something. You shouldn't be running in 93 and humid. It's something definitely going to be a decision tomorrow. But yeah, 93 and humid. And at 7 tomorrow, the real feel is still going to be in the 90s. So uh, I'm going to have to take a second look at that course before I drive myself up there. Now, I will, I will tell you something. This should have some impact. It's 93 tomorrow. Going to be hot and humid. That's the reason I'm not running that race. <laughs> I, I, I refuse to run in 93-degree weather. I understand. That's why, that's why every day I pray it's going to be 93. <laughs> <laughs> so I have an excuse. Uh, no. And today we're working with Jimmy. We like working with Jimmy. Jimmy's a fun guy. Jimmy's can, okay. Yeah, most yeah, he days. Can lead, he can lead you astray very easily. I just uh, <laughs> want to warn you. <laughs> but he's a good guy. And so we got a good all-star team. Uh, going on today. Now, the big uh, subject, of course, it's on a lot of people's mind, whether it's your kids or your grandchildren, uh, schools. When are they going to reopen there? Well, I'll tell you, uh, we'll give you our thoughts and we'll gather your thoughts and a lot more. We've got Two subjects today on News Radio 930 WBEN. Oh, by the way, uh, I was listening. I checked out yesterday, uh, Buzzy, for the first time before I continue the setup here. Uh, Chris Johnson's podcast. Oh, it's great! Wow, what a <laughs> hoot that is, man! <laughs> you know, he was working on those when uh, he was working with me, and he was still at BEN, and they were so good, uh, so good. We, uh, we pitched them to the radio station, but apparently it, they were a little too, uh, shall we say, uh, hot or salty or <laughs> some generic term we can use on the radio. But he's, uh, he's uh, done a lot of them. I forget the, the number. It's on the, it's on the podcast, but very funny. He's a naturally funny guy. He's a very funny guy, and the thing is, he's not over-exaggerating for the podcast. That is Chris That's Johnson. Him. That's him. And you know what? There's going to be a few podcasts you listen to, and you might disagree with what he's saying. You might not like his stand on something, but it's very entertaining, and you know what? It's entertaining, and it'll make you think, all in five minutes. Yeah, he picks out a, uh, something that we all experience, some event in our lives that ends up in his life. 
and then he expounds on it. It's very good. It's, I mean, it's really well done. And, of course, you have the advantage of being a podcast. You can say and do anything you want, basically. Uh, but for those of you who are bored with life, may I suggest Chris Johnson's podcast? You won't be bored very long. I'm telling you, he's a great guy. And we loved working with him. Uh, we hated it when he left. Uh, but because he left, we got buzzy. That's right. So, and, so that's, a, that's a good thing. The first uh, full-time show I worked on, I worked on with Chris uh, in the morning when Tom was in the morning, way back in the day. Yeah, so it's um, it's a lot of fun. He's, he's a naturally talented guy. So there are talented people out there like you, Buzzy, and, and like him. And uh, it's uh, nice when they have a, a voice. Certainly good. All right, this, uh, the first thing we're going to talk about, we're going to put them together, of course, is uh, schools reopening. President had a, a little a seminar yesterday with Betsy DeVos uh, and the teachers' union and a lot of people who have to have things to do with education. And he, very, the president, very strongly wants the schools to reopen. Now, there's two lines of thought on this. Get them open because uh, their learning curve has flattened out. Uh, they've been on computers too long. They've been away from the classroom too long. Uh, they, they don't have the social interaction with their classmates for too long. There's a lot of good reasons not to do it. There are also a, a maybe a good reason not to do it, and it could be that they definitely will be exposed to other kids more in school than they would if they're sitting in their own uh, living room, dining room, bedroom, wherever they were taking their classes. Uh, so a mother and a father have to make up a, 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 their mind. Do you want your kid to go to school where there's uh, perhaps uh, a better chance of, uh, co- uh, of, of co- um, collecting some virus, or, or do you want them to get to school because of the reasons we gave? that they need the education, they need the social action, they need to get out of the house, and they need to stop driving their parents crazy. You'll notice I put that last on the list. I gave you an out because very few people are going to say publicly, ah, my kids, yes, the hell with the danger. They're driving me crazy. Get out. That's the bus. Get on it. Don't come back till 3 o'clock. They're not going to say that, so I'll just say it for them. You know, you love your kids. Everybody loves your kids, uh, but you need a little break, too. Okay, Buzzy, if you had a kid, and you don't, I I just thought I'd have to tell you that. Um, (laughs) What would your position be on this question? I would be in for going back to school. Back to school, Uh, and I I think a lot of people are. And and more because I I just, you know, there is something more about being in the classroom, having that that access to your teachers, to uh, extra learning materials. Now, I'm not saying the schools did not make that available with the Zoom learning, but I think you can only do so much. Nothing, in my opinion, uh, replaces the in-classroom experience. Yeah, it's uh, like the difference between watching porn and being in porn. Uh, there, there's a huge difference there. You can watch it or you can be in it. And it depends on, uh, on your point of view, I would guess. Uh, I, don't, I don't think anybody's ever made that correlation between education and, <laughs> and watching or being in porn. Uh, but what I'm saying is I'm trying to give you a living example of uh, what you're talking about. So we'd like to know where you fit in on the school question. The second one, it, I actually found something that uh, I don't know if Tom's talked about it or not. I had not heard Tom talk about it. I don't know if Bella Villa's talked about it. 
but I haven't heard him talk about it, and I know I haven't talked about it, and I'm going to now. And that would be canceling the cancel culture. Okay, uh, some people are calling for it. What is the cancel culture? It used to be free speech covered a lot of things. Freedom of expression covered a lot of things. Uh, but now what happens is, say uh, you are uh, the star of a sitcom, all right? Because there's a lot of examples, like Roseanne Barr. You'll, you'll know what I'm talking about in a minute. Uh, you're on a sitcom. And uh, t- 10 years ago, you were at a speaking engagement, and uh, the audience was receptive to it, and you did some jokes that you couldn't do on your sitcom if you wanted to, okay? Uh, they were uh, kind of almost uh, like a, you know, a roast, all right? What happens? Somebody has a video of it, it goes viral, huh? famous phrase there. And so what happens? All the hard noses there want, want your show canceled. The sponsor has to pull out because the sponsor wants to sell wants to sell product, and and uh, so the sponsor pulls out, the audience uh, clamors, what's wrong with this person, it's terrible, and the show gets canceled. Uh, J.K. Rawlings is the one starting uh, this uh, now for the latest edition of this. Uh, she said there's too much of that. Things you did early in your career that maybe the atmosphere was right, that the atmosphere isn't right now. Why should you get can't uh, with your current work? Why should you get canceled? Uh, the uh, the best example I can think of is um, uh, people uh, like uh, who, people who have uh, uh, like sitcoms, okay? And they they find out the uh, some of the earlier work wouldn't have been acceptable, uh, but it is now. But they're going to cancel you because of something you did previously, and that can't not just be television. Uh, but it can also be uh, literature. That's what J.K. Rawlings is talking about. So it could be early writings. I mean, look, they want to cancel the Gone with the Wind, for crying out loud. Gone with the Wind is on almost everybody's list as the most important film and the best film we have ever made as filmmakers. And they want to, can- they want to get it uh, for not being shown. I mean, this is the kind of thing we're talking about. If there's anything you heard about anybody at any time, you want to cancel what they're doing now out. You want to go to the sponsors, talk them into pulling their advertising dollars, and that's the lifeline of all creative stuff now. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that's a good idea. I think we should cancel the cancel culture and get on with freedom of expression and freedom of speech. Okay, Buzzy, you got one minute. Tell me what you think about that. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's getting to the point now. If you say something that someone disagrees with, and you didn't have to say it yesterday, you could have said this five or six years ago. Again, people's opinions change also, by the way. Uh, They will find any reason to cancel you. And this is nothing new. We saw this with Glenn Beck at Fox News. Uh, That's why his show eventually got pulled off. They're trying to do it with Tucker. That's just not going to happen. But here's the thing. Once they get the one, Right. Once they've actually canceled someone and we've seen them pull uh, pull advertisers from Russia's show as well. But once they get one to fold, they're never going to stop. Well, look, look what happened with Roseanne. She had a really hot rerun, uh, not a rerun, a new edition of her show. 
and boom, it was gone. One uh, one step that somebody didn't like, and it was gone. And there's a lot of examples like that. Exactly. And and these woke millennial liberals have, it seems, all the power. It, because once they start complaining, uh, I would say eight out of ten times, what yep. they want to happen happens. And management has no spine at all. No spine at all. Okay, we'll be back. 803-0930-1-800-616-9236, star 930. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And we are back with Beach and Company. Are you like I am? Like I just heard the Big L commercial and they said that they're very happy to be uh, uh, doing their their business again. I, I am too. I'm, I'm rooting for the businesses that have had to be shut down for the last four months uh, to come back, come back strong, put a paycheck in everybody's uh, wallet and, and get on with life. So congratulations, not only Big L, but all the ones that have uh, uh, reopened and are ready to do business. Let's try and do a lot of local business if we can and support them. Uh, now, regarding uh, when I said I was not sure if Tom had ever done the cancel, the, the uh, cancel culture, uh, I had not heard anybody do it. But apparently Tom had done it in, in part of his monologue, according to Buzzy. And Buzzy, you, you touched on it too in one of uh, the times you were there. Yeah, Friday we, uh, we, we started off talking cancel culture because it, it seems, you know, every now and then we'll kind of forget about it and then it won't just come back with, oh, they're asking for one thing to either uh, be changed or one person to be fired. It's like when cancel culture uh, gets back into power or back into the front pages of the newspaper, it's multiple things that these woke, I, I say, the woke millennial liberals would like. And think about it. Cancel, you could stretch cancel culture to the statues and things they're tearing down. They want to cancel any thought of why they were put there in the first place. And uh, we learn from the past. And I think that even if it's not somebody you would personally admire or they were on a different side of a war or something like that, I think you can learn from history. And um, when you start trying to erase history, uh, that's, uh, that's not a good thing. So we've got two subjects, the schools reopening. Uh, uh, whether you're a grandparent or a parent, uh, you have a position on this. Maybe you're looking after the kids because they're home and mom or dad or mom and dad have to work 
and they need a paycheck. So the kids have been handed off to grandma or grandpa or aunt or uncle, you know, fill in the blanks. And uh, you, need, uh, you need to see uh, what's a, a good decision. The difference between uh, a safety issue and a, I don't want to say convenience, because uh, it's more than convenience uh, loss if the kids are home. If they, if they don't advance as much as they would in school because they don't have the so, social structure around them, uh, they're looking at four walls instead of a classroom full of kids. As long as the schools take proper precaution, and they should, uh, they should be able to do that, certainly, then uh, I think get on with it and get that, the schools open. The president vehemently says he wants the schools open this fall, and mostly in September. For some reason, the southern schools open earlier. I, don't, I can never figure the logic of that because it's hotter down there. You would think they would open later, but I know they open earlier. When I was in uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth uh, WBAP, when I was there, I noticed that the schools do open in August instead of September, which we're used to here. Let's go to line one, and that would be Patrick in Buffalo. Patrick, you're on WBEN. Good morning, folks. Good morning, Patrick. What what do you have for us today? Well, on uh, the schools reopening, some pros and some cons, and I'll do it quick for you because I know you're busy. Um, the pros to opening the schools, I think, are the fact that we return to more of a feeling of normality because there's activity and people are going places and they're doing things, and it uh, kind of releases us from the, the despair of the uh, COVID lockdown that we've been in for months. Uh, but... Strangely enough, in thinking about it, I think I think this country has lived beyond its means for years. In the private sector, you have people buying homes that it takes literally two incomes to sustain. And because it's too big of a house or it's too expensive of a house or whatnot. I think what this may ultimately do is it could force us to start living in more of a real financial world where one parent would stay home, they'd live in a smaller house, something more affordable, and there'd be a parent in the house all the time for the kids. Even while they're away at school, they'd be there taking care of things. Um, and I think it would actually bring us back to to a real-world uh, feeling, if you will. Uh, well, you know, you're, uh, you're, I'm telling you, uh, Patrick, you've brought up a very good subject. That uh, which you just outlined changed the world uh, because it was always that Usually it was dad working uh, outside the home, mom taking care of the kids and taking care of the home, and uh, therefore you had a foundation. That changed with the advent of the credit card and wanting a bigger house, as you said, two TV sets, big vacation and all that, but there's nobody there for the kids. Good, uh, excellent point, Pat. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I think, is that it's just, if we can get back to some normality in that area. Because I think, that, I think the attitude of the kids and the actions of the kids would change. We could also, at that point, reduce the size of the schools that we're paying for out of our tax dollars. Busing services, um, extra teachers, more expense, more expense. Every time uh, a school uh, budget comes up, it's for an increase, you know, a 2% increase or a 5% increase. And it's getting to the point where we can't afford it not even with two incomes in a house that's too big for us. 
Excellent point. And anytime anybody doesn't agree with that, take a drive by some of the schools now. They look like colleges. Uh, the lower level, you know, uh, uh, up to grade 12. And then uh, uh, they, they look like um, schools of higher learning. Uh, good points, Patrick. Thank you for calling. Excellent points. Uh, that makes a lot of uh, sense, what he just said. It changed the whole dynamic, didn't it? Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, when I was a kid, uh, I had to worry about the British invasion. But besides <laughs> that, I know that when I got off the bus and ran in the house, I could hardly wait to tell my mother what had happened at school that day. Uh, usually, um, you know, hey, I, I, I got a, a great grade on this, or I was in detention. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly detention, less, uh, less good grades. Uh, but I got decent grades. I'm just having a little fun. Uh, but the bottom line is I could hardly wait to share that with her. And when Dad came home, if, if this was the day he was going to be home because he, he was an over-the-road driver, he was gone a lot, could hardly wait to tell him. Now, yeah, Grandma or Grandpa may be there, uh, and, or maybe an aunt or an uncle or who knows what, but it's not quite the same. And, and I'm glad Patrick brought it up. Let's take a break and be back with more on News Radio 930 WBEN. And we are back with Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach, and a lot to talk about today. We're going to do two different subjects, uh, but they uh, they kind of go together. Uh, the school reopening, the uh, the president yesterday at their seminar, uh, very strong in his advocacy of opening the schools in the fall. And they had a good representation there around a huge uh, square table. Uh, Betsy DeVos, the education commissioner, was there, and um, uh, uh, the union people were there, teachers, reps were all there. Uh, so it was good. They had a good conversation, and he wants them to open then. And there's a lot to say for opening then. Uh, the, first of all, they're fairly low risk of catching anything at, the, at that age. It's not impossible, but it's a, a fairly low risk. And there, uh, the argument is made that the socialization is part of education and they're not getting it at home with a, a TV screen. They can do some things there, but uh, not, to, um, uh, not to count on that. Boy, and you talk about chutzpah. How about Harvard University? This next academic year, Harvard costs about fifty grand a year to go, okay? And this next academic year, it's all going to be, uh, uh, you know, on the television set. It's all going to be on the screen, none of it in person. And uh, no refunds. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> here's your Harvard diploma. That's all you're going to need anyway. Uh, so I want to know from you about the school reopening, good idea, bad idea, and whatever. And also the cancel culture. Where things, uh, where things have been canceled here and there. And somebody uh, put on the text, yeah, you know, it's one thing, one thing, one thing. When's it going to be cancel American Airlines or the uh, Rochester Americans if you have a team named after America? When is, uh, that'll be the last step before uh, goodbye, Charlie, is uh, we cancel the, the name American. That's what they're heading for now. 803-0930-1800-616-9236, star 930. We're going to Forestville on line two, and that should be Mike. Mike, you're on WBEN. Great subjects today there, Sandy. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm fine, Mike. What's on your mind today? I think it's great for them to open up the schools. 
uh, like I told your your caller, I mean, the, the people in the schools, their their risk is very low. They might have some underlying problems that might uh, face some problems with it, but now the teachers are going to have to get uh, hazard pay because they're the most acceptable ones there and, and everything. But uh, Teachers have always done that. When they're in front of a classroom, there might be 20 or 30 kids carrying who knows what, and in, inevitably, when the kids go back to school, the parents get get certain illnesses too. Yeah, and in in this word that everybody uses right now is woke. Yeah, I think that's a really strange way to say. We were making fun of it yesterday. My uh, uh, friend of mine, where, where are they from? Wokistan or <laughs> Wokebekistan? Yeah. But but my uh, my my wife and I were talking about all these sports teams and every sports team really could offend anybody. Look at the Kansas city chiefs. Every- yeah. The chiefs are one, the Washington Redskins, another one. So my wife said, you know, if we won the lottery, we'd buy the bills and call them the Buffalo muddy tacos. <laughs> you know, I would not be surprised if the uh, politically correct crowd comes after the Buffalo bills. I don't know the exact background of Buffalo Bill, except he killed off a lot of the buffalo that were roaming the plains, and they might want to nail him for that. You talk about the cancel uh, uh, culture, that could be one of them. Well, keep up the good work. Well, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Mike. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, Buzzy, can you ever see them coming after the Bills? And if they did, uh, say they came after, you know, he was not fair. He practically wiped out the Buffalo population. You've got to come up with a different name. Do you think that's where the uh, people of Buffalo, New York, although Buffalo, New York was not named after Buffalo Bill. It was named after, uh, I think, a Native American word for uh, river. If I'm, uh, I could be wrong, but I think that's what it is. Do you think they'd ever come after the Bills? You know, I... I... <laughs> I don't want to say I don't, Sandy, because you just never know with with, with the uh, the cancel culture crowd. Uh, but if they did go after the Bills, if there was something in Buffalo Bills background, and they said, "Hey, we got to get rid of this team name," I would say take the name from the from the baseball team. It's very you can't offend anyone with Buffalo Bisons. Well, that's true. Uh, there's also a Cody Wyoming named after him. I've been there on vacation. So we've got uh, Buffalo, New York, and they've got Cody, Wyoming, and that's that. It's part of history. You see, uh, a couple of things. We can't control history. History's already been done, okay? That's, uh, history is already there. It's in uh, cement. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's been written about and uh, speculated about, and it's there. Also, regarding kids going back to school, we are a culture now that wants a guarantee of everything. We, we have to have a guarantee. Well, there's no way to guarantee that every kid that goes to school is going to come back exactly the same. Some of them are going to come back with the virus. It's going to happen. There's no guarantee, and there's no way, uh, short of putting them in, a, in an air chamber or something like that, that we, uh, that we can guarantee they're not going to catch something. So you do the best you can. You're as conscientious and and uh, uh, and. Uh, kind of keep track of everything that's going on, but that's all you can do. You can't do it beyond that. Okay, Buzzy, give me a couple of um, couple of Facebooks, if yeah, you would. I, if I could just say one thing about cancel culture. You know, 
the cancel culture crowd wants to say, hey, advertisers, stop advertising on this show, or ABC, take Roseanne off the air. You know, if you want to, if you don't like something, or you don't like a show, just don't watch it. If you don't want to support a business, then don't support them. But to just say, hey, I don't like this, so everyone has to suffer. Uh, well, look what they're trying to uh, shut down now. Uh, they're trying to shut down Hamilton. Hamilton, uh, I'm not going to go see it. Uh, I don't really care about it, but a lot of people do, and a lot of people enjoyed it. But they're trying to shut that down. They're trying to get uh, Disney, I guess, produces it. They're trying to get that shut down. So whatever they don't agree with, they want shut down. So we end up in some strange universe with a bunch of stuff that only part of our uh, population have any interest in at all. We'll take a break and return on News Radio 930. This is WBN. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 